it really is a, a revolutionary way of thinking about your video infrastructure. And, uh, right. you know, a, as you start to really peel the layers of the onion back, it really starts to make you think about like, wow, what if? It's, it's kind of like the best of everything stuffed into a box with the ability, you know, to create more. And to be able to move that data and only have one frame latency, that's pretty amazing. It gives a church a lot, so much flexibility, which is, is uh, exciting. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Brian Blackmore with Church Production Magazine. And today we're going to be talking about the brand new Panasonic Kairos IT IP centric video, live video processing platform. Uh, this was introduced in May, uh, at least publicly. Since then, it's been described as using Photoshop for live video. Uh, and somebody else described it as if you take everything you know about speeds and frame rates and connectors and resolutions and you put it into a blender to make a smoothie, that's what you would get with Panasonic Cairo. So it's kind of a, a new thinking uh, and we're here to discuss this and how uh, Panasonic Cairo fits into the church market. And today with me, we have Mike Bergeron who is the, the Senior Product Manager for Live Production Systems with Panasonic. Say hi, Mike. Thanks, Brian. Happy to be here. Okay, we also have uh, Dennis Choi from Saddleback Church. Hey, hi, Brian. Hey, hey, Church Production Mag, everybody. Good to be here. Uh, all right. Good to see you, Dennis. All right, Dave Clark from Fellowship Church. Say hi, Dave. Hey, it's great to be here, Brian. Thanks for having me. Excited to uh, talk about this uh, product from Panasonic. Thanks. Good, great to be on today. Okay, excellent. And we also have Rob McTavish is a video systems engineer based in the Colorado area. So uh, say hi, Rob. Hello, everybody. Thanks, uh, Brian and Mike, for uh, having me on today. I'm excited to hear more about this system. So, Mike, uh, <clears throat> so this is, uh, like I mentioned earlier, it's kind of a new uh, new thinking uh, it's kind of hard to maybe for some of us to get our head completely around what this system does and what it offers to the church market. So, Mike, can you just tell us more about Kairos and specifically how Panasonic envisions it coming into the church market? Yeah, well, what um, what Kairos does is it it brings together uh, three three kind of recent uh, innovations that we've been working with in other products. One of those is is just basic gigabit IP for control. It's been really crucial for our PTZ cameras and a lot of other things and, and um, compressed streaming formats like NDI. Um, and then the, uh, the introduction of SMPTE 2110 or ST2110, which allows us to handle the uncompressed SDI type stuff on, on high capacity internet networks, you know, IP networks. And then by using GPUs to virtualize the actual processing um, and put that at the center of it all, then we can fully take advantage of the flexibility of all three of those in ways that anyone by themselves can't do. It's a switcher, but it's more than that, right? Uh, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it. what we've set the operating system to look like is a switcher. And, and a lot of that has to do with... Uh, when you put it in front of a, a technical director, that they can they can see a panel that is kind of an analog of a of a of a switcher, and we do have a hardware panel that looks very much like a two stripe or two me hardware panel, and in the default mode, that's how it works. 
but any of the hardware constraints of of a switcher are entirely uh, are entirely imaginary, and you can just you can just take off the safeties and make it do what you want. We're looking at IP and with at, at two different levels. I mean, it, there's this is running on a um, 100 gig network for the 2110, and that's uncompressed, and that runs on the system as uncompressed video. And because of that, we can maintain a low latency. So for a lot of churches that, even if not now, will eventually want to use this for iMag, they can maintain that that one frame latency and, and, and have good iMag with uncompressed video. But because it's IP, it's you're able to deploy things into different rooms, different buildings, just by extending the network. Um, you run a, you run a, uh, some some ST fiber out to another room and then boom, you can put another switch there and, mm -hmm. and decide whether you want to put inputs or outputs on it. And, um, and now that room is, is part of your, is part of your video infrastructure. So um, it's, it's uh, with the high capacity network, you can maintain the, the low latency of, of a broadcast infrastructure and have the flexibility of an IP infrastructure. Okay, well, let's bring in the panelists. Um, so does anybody want to take that, uh, that scenario and maybe run with it a little bit? You know, we're all looking to get our video into different platforms. And, you know, I think as we look at the different churches that are on the panel right now, everybody's in a bit of a different situation. And sometimes you're even talking about other spaces, maybe in your environments or in your buildings that you're wanting to deliver video to. You know, and traditionally that looks like, okay, well, now I got to find either IO cards that are on my current setup and I've got to run, you know, probably traditional BNC SDI lines, you know, across the building, obviously limitations of that, or you're running fiber, you know, and, and doing fiber transport, you know, for SDI video. Um, so to have an IP backbone, you know, like that, I mean, talk about flexibility, you, you drop a switch down or you have that hundred hundred gig infrastructure and able to uh, send send video from one point to another i mean that that flexibility i know for us at fellowship church that would be something especially at our couple of our main campuses that would be uh wow you know being able to drop video that fast in a location would be pretty pretty special yeah that's it's it's amazing just again just uh, hearing and re reading about the product uh carols it's it's kind of like the best of everything stuffed into a box with the ability you know, to create more. And so a couple of the key things like I always look for in a product, probably similar to, to you guys, uh, is, you know, it's uh, affordability obviously is always a question there. And that's a range for every church. It's different, right? Affordable to one church is not affordable to other churches. But so that's, that's a separate category, but flexibility and consistency. I mean, those two things you get, you get, if you can get something with all three, man, that's amazing. And from the looks of it and from what I've seen as a demo, it, it's, it could be all three in this case mm -hmm. and the expandability, because expandability makes it affordable. You can start with a base and go from there. Um, and then like Dave said, man, IP based, man, you already got that cable run everywhere. So just mm -hmm. drop it in and run it. So it just, it feels like there's so many great applications for the church world because of the church world never really knows what they want to do. They want to copy everything everyone else is doing <laughs> in the real world, right? Isn't that what we want to do? And so we're like, oh, how do we do that? And how do we get this? And how do we make that happen? And you're always having special tools or devices to, to try to, to mimic that. And I feel like uh, Keros has that ability to do a lot of different things, including the multiple outputs on the, mm -hmm. what you can send it to and how you can configure those things. I'm really excited about, 
about the possibilities of, of it. You know, one of the things that's really interesting, you know, I've thought for the longest time, like if you look at, you know, our iPhones or whatever smartphone device you use and you look at what the ability is to do with live video and even real time effects on an iPhone, you know, um, whether it's filters or whatever through social media apps and other things. And I've always kind of felt like, man, the uh, the live production world almost kind of falls behind. A little bit of even what the smartphone technology can do and allowing you to apply looks and different things like that but with this platform you know you're mm. kind of bringing like like i think you've alluded to brian before but like photoshop or after effects you know and i come from a little bit of a post-production background as well you know where you're able to kind of almost marry those two with that kind of ui in the background and applying some of those looks and effects and i mean it's really it's really very video media server-esque you know, if those of you may be familiar with like using LED walls and live production environment and stuff like that, there's a lot of that that this system can do, which I showed it to my uh, lighting guide, stage design guy. And he's like, huh, you know, and he immediately starts thinking from a live production video server kind of environment where you're able to manipulate so many of those layers and lay out your stage in different ways. And you're doing that from your video switcher, which is kind of yeah. mind blowing, you know, and it's like, that's a totally different way of, of looking at your infrastructure that I've never really explored before. So that's yeah. really interesting. Well, I want to want to point out, though, is if 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 what you need is the, the layer based composition and you really aren't ready to make a move into like a high capacity IP network, um, you can start out by just using uh just using these delta cast modules to get SDI or HDMI directly into the into the mainframe. And then, you know, that hundred gig NIC just sits there for the day when you when you want to start getting involved with with the network side of things. So you're not you don't need to do that right away. You know, so if you just want the layer based switcher, you can make it a fully SDI switcher that's layer based. And in the, in the same way, as I mentioned before, that if you just want to be able to deploy deploy a network in different in different rooms, but you've got a TD who wants to keep working the same way he was working before, you can do that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it, kind of what Dave was just saying that, I mean, it, it's got the possibility to be a, a, a presentation switcher too. You know, you, you can use it for multiple applications when you, when you think about it and your mind can explode. I mean, that layered structuring, it sounds amazing and uh, mm -hmm. want to get in and play with that because it looks mm -hmm. like a lot of fun, you know. <laughs> well, you know, when you've got a lot of independent outputs, you you start thinking about things you could do with them. So if if I've got with a basic system, I've got 12, say, HD outputs, and every one of those is completely configurable and independent of each other. So if I want to have one main show and then I want to have a slightly different show that I'm running into a youth room or I'm putting different captions in it or um, I want to decide I want to have a separate web stream in portrait mode. Um, then I could I could just keep adding those stuff up, whatever, based on what it, what what somebody dreamed up for the weekend, and um and then and then switch it back later. Again, it's it's this kind of drop in model. Wherever we we need to go, we can we get the flexibility of what I'm seeing um, in this product is that you can just kind of drop and go anywhere you need to, uh, on the input side as well as the output side, and that mm -hmm. to me is is just that alone is pretty exciting you know it's like a matrix switcher built in yeah. you know to everything you're throwing again you're throwing all things into to one unit and uh um mix it gives a church a lot so much flexibility which is is uh exciting 
you know, Mike, uh, question for you for, from Panasonic side. So in reading and watching some of the materials and, and, and different things, it talks about how it's all GPU based. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so in the future, I know for those, maybe it come from like a gamer background or whatever, you're thinking of your big <laughs> gaming rig with your high powered mm-hmm. GPU that you're looking to upgrade every year, you know, and stay <laughs> with the latest and greatest. Will the GPU be upgradable or will that be something that Panasonic says, Hey, two, two or three years down the road, we're recommending you guys upgrade your GPU to do to this, to you have newer and greater features, or will that be something that stays pretty stock for the life of the product? Well, uh, yeah, the the product such that the first the first version of the mainframe, the KC100, uh, that is that hardware is pretty much locked in. Um, but uh, we are looking at introducing other larger versions of that, and of course, it affects the price. And and the other thing with the KC100 is it's aimed at things like the house of worship market, where it's trying to be entry level. We're trying to keep the cost down. But for other applications like big concerts and um, and shows and giant scoreboard shows, we'll we'll introduce uh, larger GPU versions. Gotcha. Now it will be possible to have multiple cores on the same network as well. And um, we're looking into um, we're looking into some features where you can you can distribute some of the uh, some of the processing load across multiple servers. Uh, but that's that's down the road. That that's where we're going. So I mean, cool. in terms of the upgrade, it's a question of you can't upgrade the server, but you can upgrade the system uh, by by adding more servers. So that's what I find out to be really inviting about this product, though, is it's like it's scalable. So a lot of times, if you're looking at a smaller church and they're wanting to buy a switcher, you always want to make sure that you're buying and looking forward to the future of what you might be growing into. And a lot of times we might underbuy or we might overbuy or we might um, underestimate our needs initially. And then a few years down the road, we're looking at another cost because we've grown. And so that's what I like about this is like there's some scalability, there's flexibility of where you can place your control panels and your control services. And then also the scalability of all the different um, kinds of equipment that you can feed into this system. Whether you're using you're using the the product that Panasonic is building, where it's it's going over your um, it, your IT infrastructure, or if you still have cameras that are outputting HDMI or SDI, you can start with those and grow along with the system. So I think that's really promising for the future of, hey, you have a product now that you can scale with and scale forward, and you're not limited from the initial purchase. Sure. I mean, it, say you got a say a couple of years down the road, it becomes possible to to install some giant 8K LED board. Um, I could throw another. I could throw a bigger Keros Core server on my network, and instantly it can see every source that was on there because you every every IP every SDI or HDMI gateway is by nature uh, multicast. So it can be running to multiple. It can be running to multiple uh, cores and and to ISO recorders too, if you wanted to do that. It's just it's just the nature of of twenty one ten. Yeah, it, 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 I mean, with twenty one ten, it really feels like kind of broadcast video is catching up to where audio got to five, six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Where I mean, our control rooms of the future are going to be a bunch of network switches. You know, and it's it's like, you know, because now it's like, man, where do you want your video go? Where do you want your audio go? 
I mean, I've even seen, you know, routers now where you're patching all your video and your audio digitally. And so I think, man, it's it's a natural progression to see a switcher like this where, I mean, I think I first saw in the Panasonic sheet that came out, it was like, here's the, here's the unit. And it's like, it's black box. And I'm like, well, what is it? You know, because it's like, <laughs> It, it, that is it. It's a computer. Yeah, marketing you know, is it, always asking me for graphics. I'm like, I'm sorry, I got nothing. <laughs> what am I going to show you? You know, and yeah. it is. It's this black box. But man, what that black yeah. box can do, you know, from an IP standpoint and from a effect standpoint and from a video delivery standpoint, it's it's a it is. And I mean, the software side of being able to control everything that it can do from a you know from a from a user panel with a keyboard and mouse. I mean, that's that's pretty stinking awesome. It yeah. is. You can do all of that, and you're only introducing one frame of latency, which is amazing to think yeah. of that technology and that speed and that processing power, and to be able to move that data and only have one frame of latency. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, there's there's something you just hit on. A couple of you guys hit on that uh, is kind of a a a hidden benefit of a system like Keros that I didn't. I've really thought of because I'm I'm a little more still old school guy. I like the hardware. You give me a 4ME switcher, you know, but, you know, you guys have all probably been there where something goes wrong with the switcher. And then what do you do? You Okay, is is Sony or whoever coming out to fix it? Uh, take a look at it, get into the hood, uh, or do you have to ship it back and try to, you know, pull that out of your system? But I'm really excited and intrigued about, you know, the ability to, for uh, technical support from Panasonic or whoever who could actually just log into your switcher. And take mm. a look around and do the things that are so prevalent to like, you know, when phone systems switched over from analog to, to IP based. And it's like, oh, they mm. just log into your server and they're just fixing stuff and working on stuff overnight. And you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. And I just I'd never thought of that on on this side of things. But, man, that the benefit of that alone is is huge where you can get troubleshooting support 24 seven by taking a quick look at your switcher from a remote location and not yeah. have to send it all in could be a, a, a game saver for a lot of churches as well. We're being forced to, to do that. I mean, we, we are now, you know, we're not really traveling out to customer sites very much. And, um, and we don't even go to the, you know, our lab's not even 100% open. So, so our team goes in there, they build a system, and then they've got, you know, uh, and then, then they put in a VPN and they operate it from their, they operate it from their homes. I mean, that, that, was, that was how we did the webinar. That's how we do most of our online demos, and even for uh, a, a dealer, a reseller training, we shipped the system out to them, and then we logged into it. And so, you know, they they can touch the panel and everything because it's all it's all there. But they just put up us on us up on a screen, and we we walked them through the uh, the user interface. So, I mean, it looks in the short term, we're probably going to be doing a lot of our, you know, our you know, system certification and uh, end user training online, probably till the end of the year. Um, and and from a from a business perspective, that that works out better for us. I think like a lot of things that people changed to deal with the pandemic. Um, if it if it works really well, why switch back? Well, you just said actually for the church market also applies in the sense of uh, multiple people can be trained to run a device mm -hmm. like this. And then you can still have somebody who's the expert on your church staff who could also log in while things are going on if something goes wrong or if there's, I mean, I love that ability, right? I mean, some some switchers have a little bit of that capability of remote 
uh, control, but this sounds like the, the sky's the limit on what you can get into and actually run. It's just, a, it really is a, a revolutionary way of thinking about your video infrastructure. And, uh, right. you know, a, as you start to really peel the layers of the onion back, it really starts to make you think about like, wow, what if, what could we, you know? Well, you know, I talk to a lot of real, you know, top end broadcast live TV show TDs about this system, you know, like last year. And, and the thing that they, they told me, because, you know, everybody told me, oh no, a TD is a Grass Valley TD. He doesn't want to use a Sony you know, you're never going to get somebody to switch brands. And when I talk to them, they're like, oh, well, the reason for that is um, I've got this skill level with the Cayenne switcher because I've got all these hacks to work around managing all the internal resources on that thing and know that I can I can flip this. I can flip this DVE from pregame to postgame. And and I know how to do that. And I got a special I got a special macro that does that, that I that I invented and. And so if I use the Sony switcher, then I I lose all my tricks. It goes, but with this system, I don't really need that because if I want to if I want to build something, I just build it. You know, if, if you want to find out more, if you want to schedule, if you want to arrange for a demo, uh, con- contact your uh, your Panasonic representative, and and we can set up an online demo, which is how we've been doing most of these demonstrations. And um, really, if you if you know what you're what your uh, topology and your system is going to look like, um, we can get a pretty good idea on what what uh, Kairos components and third party elements that you would you would need to make that all happen. Okay, Mike, thank you so much. Uh, Mike Bergeron is the uh, senior product manager for live production systems with Panasonic, and today we've been talking about the Panasonic Kairos ITIP live video production platform. Uh, So thank you to our panelists. Thank you for Mike. Uh, My name is Brian Blackmore with Church Production. Thank you so much for joining us.